0: This episode is brought to you by the Skeptical Buddha, the Tao of Science, my book which is a thoughtful discourse on Eastern philosophy and how it helped birth ideas required for science and skepticism and the way it fell behind in the face of new evidence. This book discusses the long history of both philosophies as well as the tenets and variations within the varying sects, along with psychology, and our own natural biases. It discusses how to counter our natural biases using science and the underlying concepts of meditation and mindfulness, a more complex understanding of how science operates than most of the public understands, and why it is the best tool we have to discover truth and reality, as well as philosophical ideas we might embrace as technology progresses. The material is Packaged in a way that the average person can understand with rich illustrations to draw the reader in and feel at peace. Welcome to After School Democracy, the podcast that attempts to fill in the gaps you almost certainly missed in school about politics, economics, and history. So, straight off the bat, yes, this title is clickbait and has little to nothing to do with racism. (laughs) <laughs> the triple K's in the use of Germany were just too good not to use. Germany, in this case, is a good thing. The U.S. currently kind of sucks in this manner. One of the major differences between the U.S. and Germany that people will notice is that, in America, the customer is always right. In Germany, the customer and employee are mostly equals. In the US, an American worker is required to take abuse and bend over backwards just to make that sale. In Germany, they will bluntly tell a customer no, and if they get abused, tell them to leave. In America, the worker is required to smile and dote on the customer, even to the point of annoyance. In Germany, smiling is often a sign of flirting or a way to try and trick people, so German workers are not required to smile and often are looked at as weirdos or trying to hit on someone if they are. They also wait for the customers to come to them or call for them. In restaurants, they often stand or sit waiting for a customer to signal to them instead of constantly coming by and asking if you're doing okay and if they need a refill, often right when you're about to put a bite of food in your mouth. But because they have to wander around and spend this emotional labor, they are often never available when you actually want them. The employee and the customer are on the same playing field and level of dignity in Germany as, thanks to great labor protections, employees are also on level playing field and equal to employers collectively. In America, the worker is subordinate and submissive, and the employee is subordinate and submissive to the customer. You have no rights as an employee, you just have to put up with ass-kissing and abuse, that is what little they are paying you for. The better labor laws, the employees can say collectively, no, we won't be demeaned like this. This has been a problem for a long time, but the pandemic made things much worse. The stereotype of the Karen reached its peak during COVID. From mass mandate abuse to threatening violence on workers and workers having to face potential death from COVID, thanking our frontline workers becomes just as hollow as thanking our troops as the pay continues to drop with inflation and the customers get meaner. For decades, the minimum wage worker was treated as the worst thing you could possibly ever want to be. The burger flippers are scum of the earth. The people who were not and never had those jobs began treating them as second-class citizens, a.k.a. Karens tipping, which is an awful concept to begin with, gets used like throwing a dog a treat, as opposed to a thanks for extra work, exactly how it was used when it started, in the US so black porters on trains would be forced to kiss white people's asses just to make any money at all. Oddly enough, after two decades of treating minimum wage work as if you were worthless if you do it, and then have a die-off of around a million people opening up new job positions, as many of these older people couldn't afford to retire as well as shutting down borders, suddenly Oddly, no one wants to flip burgers, or work for minimum wage, as that's the lower class's scum work, and no one, for some reason, wants to be treated as a subhuman whipping boy. However, this younger generation is way more likely to have worked and dealt with these demeaning conditions, especially after the recession, and they go out of their way to tip and treat their fellow employees with respect, and treat all work as noble and deserving of a living wage something Germany has much more of than the U.S. has. Germany also closes most of their shops on Sundays and evenings, but people actually have the free time during the week to go to these shops and get done what they need done, because they have enough days off of six weeks paid vacation, not including sick leave, so getting anything essential done won't cost them money they need to do working. It makes for a much lower stress time with friends and family and building community instead of the constant running just to stay in one place in the U.S. For far too long, we in the U.S. have treated the minimum wage as a place for dumb kids to get underpaid experience or for adults who deserve to be treated like a turd on the bottom of your shoe. Hopefully thanks to Karen, capitalism, and COVID, the U.S. in the future will become more and more like Germany, but only if we organize in solidarity to make it actually happen. So if you made it to this point in the video, go ahead and post a emoji that reminds you of either COVID, capitalism, or Karens. According to some people, this counts as engagement and therefore will increase the algorithm showing my video to others and apparently people seem to really like using emojis. So as always, thank you all for watching this as a video or listening to this as a podcast, which I'm sure was completely uncontroversial to anyone, especially to the YouTube monetization team. So if you found this useful, please donate to my Patreon. Just a reminder that I'm Anubis2814 on YouTube, and I have almost 700 videos on my channel that I've made over the past 11 years on religion, science, psychology, and politics. Please go check them out, and if your site has the option, like, rate, review, and comment. A special thanks goes out to Kendall Copperberg, Milan Mia, Ogrell, Elias Garcia Guevara, and Joe Taylor for their $10 or more Wapawet Level donations. I'm always humbled by the fact that they find my work worth funding and worth driving me forward. Thank you all. Please consider donating to my work if you can, and thank you all for listening.